Welcome to Psych Segments, all kinds of psychology knowledge in tiny segments. Hosted by your personal psychology professor and made for the psychology student or student at heart. A podcast that even your mom would approve of. Just ask Freud. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Psych Segments. Today's topic is going to be a little bit on personality and Freud's theory of the divisions of the mind. So if you remember, Freud was a psychoanalyst who believed that a lot of who we are as human beings, uh, how we think and behave, is rooted in our unconscious mind. So things that we're not actively aware of. And when it comes to understanding someone's personality, his take on it was the mind is divided into different sections and we're only aware of some of those. He said specifically there are three divisions of the mind. And if you look at who a person is or what type of personality traits they have, they're determined by which part of the mind is strongest or most dominant. So when you're learning about personality in a typical Psych 101 course, if you look in your textbook, you might see a diagram or graphic that depicts the mind, according to Freud, as being like an iceberg, meaning only a small portion of it is visible and something you're aware of, and the rest, in Freud's case, the unconscious, is hidden below the surface of the water, and it's much bigger. However, when I teach about the divisions of the mind to my students, I tend to have them think of it as a triangle or a pyramid. And the reason why is because if you look at the three divisions of the mind, they almost kind of set themselves up like a scale or a triangle as it has to be balanced in order for you to be the most psychologically healthy. So let's start with the id. The id is the first of the three divisions of the mind. The id basically operates on the pleasure principle. It's very hedonistic. Whatever looks good, smells good, tastes good, sounds good, feels good, seems good in any way, any type of pleasure. We want it, we want it now, and we want all of it. The id is the part of our mind that is the most primitive and kind of like a toddler. We are very given to go after what pleases us. We don't want delayed gratification. We don't want moderation. We want what feels good. And even after we grow up, we still have this part of the mind, the id. It just acts in different ways. It's with us, but as adults, hopefully we can keep it under control. So the id operates on the pleasure principle. Now, if you were to look at that triangle, the id, you could say, is on the lower left corner. And directly opposite from it, on the lower right corner, would be the second division of the mind, the superego. Now, while the id focuses on what feels good, the superego is born in the morality principle. It's based on what is right and wrong. And instead of thinking about this as the angel on your shoulder telling you what you should do and how to follow the rules um, and to go for what's good and right, I always think about it like the overbearing parent that's wagging their finger in your face saying, oh no, we don't do that. Nice boys and girls don't act that way. Grown adults don't make those choices. It's very based in what is right. It is often ridden and driven by guilt, in fact. So for example, let's say that I go grocery shopping 
Anyone that knows me knows I really like Oreos. And if I go grocery shopping, say at 11 in the morning, Oreos might be one of the things I put into my shopping cart. Now, when I pick up that bag of Oreos, I'm not gonna lie, I want to have some. I don't care that it's 11 o'clock. I don't care that it's not healthy. And I don't care that I haven't had my lunch yet. My id wants the cookies. It wants as many as I want, and it wants them now. My superego, however, is saying, that is not responsible. You are in a public place. You are an adult. They are not healthy, and you cannot act that way. So essentially, my id and my superego are battling it out. One is very restrictive, and one is very hedonistic. And in reality, neither one of them is right. That's where the ego, or the third division of the mind, comes in. And you can think of it as the point at the top of the triangle, almost like a scale that's balancing out the id and the superego. The ego is rooted in the reality principle. So it operates in a world where there's a gray area. You know, the id wants all the cookies right now, the superego saying no cookies ever, and the ego saying, look, in reality, you can have a cookie or two and it's not gonna ruin you. It doesn't make you a bad adult, you're fine. Now it also says, don't go crazy. You don't need to have 10, but it understands the idea of the gray area and moderation. It finds a way to basically satisfy the id and the superego in a happy medium. Now in a healthy person, their personality is balanced, meaning the ego is able to keep the superego and the id in check, and that person is psychologically healthy. However, when the id or the superego gets out of control, this is where you have people with very different personality traits. For instance, an adult whose id is out of control may seem reckless, impulsive, uh, maybe even a daredevil, and these personality quirks drive who they are. On the other hand, if you have someone whose personality is driven and dominated by the superego, they may be seen as uptight, people that can't relax, can't have a good time, can't go with the flow. And that's because they're so heavily driven by that morality principle, that right or wrong, and it being very structured and guilt-ridden. And so if you look at the divisions of the mind, the three, we have the id, pleasure principle, the superego, morality principle, and the ego, which is the reality principle. Ideally, like we said, they should all be balanced. Oftentimes though, for most people, there's a little bit of a kind of imbalance there. And that's what makes us human and not perfect. In another episode, we'll talk about what happens when the ego basically fails and the id gets out of control. Because remember, the ego's job is to keep the id and the superego in check and happy. And there are times when the ego can't do that. So in that podcast episode, we'll talk about the defense mechanisms that the ego unconsciously employs to try to basically save face. So if you're learning about personality perspectives in your psych class and you're talking about the psychoanalytic perspective with respect to Freud, I hope this has helped you. The divisions of the mind are a way of understanding how our mind works things that we're conscious of and unconscious of, and how they basically all play a part in our personality traits. Thanks for joining us today. I hope you've enjoyed the basics of understanding the divisions of the mind. Uh, if you ask me, I say go for it and eat all the Oreos you want. 
In my opinion, they're the best food to help you study for your next psychology test. Either way, I'm glad you stopped to listen to this episode. If you've enjoyed today's episode of Psych Segments, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook for more psychological knowledge and to suggest topics for future episodes. This podcast exists so that you can survive Psych 101. Thanks for listening.